Okay, today's episode, we are airing one of the episodes that we recorded in Idaho State Prisons. His name is Kerry Thomas. He's got a great story. He's been in prison a long time, but he's got a plan for when he gets out, and it's a good plan. But one of the things I'm excited about you hearing is that what he had to do to get to prison will blow your mind. Today, we do a background check on Kerry Thomas. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is is background check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to background check. Hey everyone, welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Dan Gum. And as always, brought to you by Forgiving Felons, helping people with the past realize your future. Hey, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, let me know. All it takes is a, a little donation to Forgiven Felons, and we will get your company, your name, whatever you want to promote out there with every episode. You can sponsor an episode, or you can sponsor a whole, the whole show and get your name before and at the end. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'd like to welcome every one of you at the, uh, let's see, at the Roach Unit. I believe they're at the Roach Unit now. So we got a letter from um, Robert Fidel. At the Roach Unit, thanks for listening. Thanks for spreading the word. We also got a letter from uh, Jasmine Garcia at the Lane Murray Unit. Listen, thank you guys for writing in. Uh, just know that I'm, I don't have a lot of time to write back. I'm a one-man show here. We are trying to get some volunteers and people in place to respond to you guys. We get a lot of letters uh, already just from people trying to get in the transitional house. So when you do write the show, just be patient. You might get a... Uh, a write back and, and you might not, but you will always get a shout out. All right. So uh, let us know you're writing in Texas. We want to know when a new unit comes on. Hey, if you're a new unit, you just got tablets, wherever you are, jails and prisons across the nation. Uh, let us know where you're listening from. Cause it kind of gives us an idea of, of, um, of how far the reach is. So thanks again, uh, Jasmine, you hang on girl. Everything's going to be great. And um, you're, you're going to get the help you need. Okay. And so, Thank all of y'all who listen every day, week in, week out. Thank you for spreading the word, whether you're in prison, whether you're out of prison. We had a big following before prison. We got into the prisons and jails, and but we're thankful for everyone who takes the time to listen. And uh, and even, you know, especially if you listen to us in prison and then you get out, um, thank you for thank you for continuing to listen. Let me see. We got a guy, uh, didn't even really say his name, but he, he got out. He was listening to us in the, uh, he was in prison at the Pennsylvania state prisons and he, he got out and he wrote us a review. It doesn't have your, it doesn't have your name, but TDJ 007. Uh, thank you for giving us a review on Apple. He says, I've been listening to your podcast while I was incarcerated today. I was released from Crawford, Crawford County correctional facility in Pennsylvania. I absolutely love your podcast and your show. So thank you. If you do get out and you were listening in prison, you get out, continue to listen, give us a, a sh- Give us a review. Look us up, forgivenfelons.org. My uh, information, email address, and phone number is on the website. Just give us a call and let us know how your life impacted 
was impacted by one of the one of the episodes. Maybe maybe we'll get your story on. Okay, so uh, listen, the Idaho prisons were amazing. All right, they had some things going on there that were way way ahead of what Texas is doing. You know, I mean, a lot of big states like Texas already had tablets a long time ago, so I'm glad Texas is finally getting tablets. But man, the audio video department at the Idaho State Prison is incredible. I walked into to this recording room and this production room, and I thought I was just in the free world. It was really amazing. The guys were just amazing. The lieutenant that walked us around was incredible. Uh, over in the yard, Carrie and uh, Lawrence, uh, just amazing guys and amazing education department. Incredible, incredible, incredible. I think we need to be doing some of those things here in our, our own state. So, But I won't, I won't waste any more time. Thank you for listening again to the show. You're going to love it. His name's Carrie Thomas, and he's just the, uh, an awesome individual, and he's learned how to give back. And he's got a plan when he gets out. And, and li- just listen to him, if, especially if you're behind bars. Listen to him and uh, try to emulate his path because it's a good one. And um, thanks again. And here's my, here's my interview with Kerry Thomas. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, J. Dan Gum. And as always, it's brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. I uh, don't have a whole lot of announcements today, but I have some excitement. I am in the state of Idaho, and I've never been to the state of Idaho. And on my first trip here, I get the privilege of coming inside one of the state prisons. And I've met so many neat people today. I've come with my friend Travis Ritchie, uh, who is involved in a lot of the education and curriculum and audio video stuff out here. And I'm excited because today I get to talk to two gentlemen. You're uh, you're first of of one of the two that I'm going to talk to. I'm here with Carrie. Carrie, what's your last name? Thomas. Carrie Thomas. And, uh, and man, I'm, it's, a, it's a privilege, first of all, to be here and then to get to talk to you guys uh, on our show and let all of our listeners hear your story. Um, it's, it's a privilege and honor. So thank you for carving out the time for us to come do this. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's an honor for us to have you guys come in anytime. You know, we read a little bit about you to get involved and uh, for you to come in. That's an honor and a privilege as well. Def- all right. So, uh, so you... You've been here 14 years? Yeah, I'm in my 14th year of a 30-year sentence. Okay. You know, and God willing, uh, next year, around September, I'll get a chance to go back to my family. Yeah. So I'm looking forward right, to that. I'm believing for you, man. I'm believing for you. You bet. Um, okay, so t- tell us who you are right now. Okay. Okay, what you're doing in the prison, what you're involved in, sure. everything, and then we'll dig a little into your background. Do a background that sounds great. All right. So right now, like, uh, I have an opportunity. I just recently got to this facility in uh, October. After spending almost 12, 13 years different facility, we'll talk about that here in a bit. So when I got here, I had the opportunity to work in the education department, which is, again, my personal opinion, that's the hub of not just this facility or this system, any system I would guess is where where you're at with education. So to me, I got really fortunate to get opportunity to come work there. This is next level stuff here, huh? No doubt, get opportunity to to pick up some new skills, things that I, so my focus always, what are the things I'm going to do while I'm out? You know, I think we talked yeah. about a little bit yeah, about yeah. staying out as well. Yeah. So what are the things I can develop while I'm here that's going to help me out to stay out? So I'll, that's a kind of the short version of that yeah. since yeah. October. So what have you learned since mm-hmm. October that mm-hmm. you didn't already know? Man, that's a, that's a great, uh, great question. Um, I like to say everything yeah. in a sense, especially dealing with COVID. And uh, yeah. so, so internally, patience. You know, I think that uh, if, if I believe that, that prison has a lot of ways of mirroring society, so all of us had to deal with COVID, all of us had to deal with lockdowns. But as far as working uh, in uh, this facility, 
you know, just the access to software. My yeah. thing is I, I like technology, yeah. but unfortunately after uh, doing 12, 10 years, my knowledge isn't that great. Yeah. And the, the access is kind of limited. Right. So coming to this facility and all the things that they're doing here allowing us to do, well, I'm getting up to speed pretty quick on so good. some of the technology. Because I know in Texas, even the technology they teach in prison mm -hmm. is still, could still be two to three, four, and some of you it's even five years okay. behind right. the times. We have guys coming out to our transitional house that work in computer recovery mm -hmm. in prison, but when they talk about some of the software applications, they're pulling off these computers. I'm like, golly, that's from like 2010. You bet, you, know? you bet. And, uh, but that's what they're using to you know, to teach right. these guys. And, you know, something's better than nothing, True. you know, but uh, at the same time, if you get out, you know, and you're learning and you're trying to apply now what mm -hmm. you knew 10 years ago, they're going to be looking at you like, no, right. you need to exactly. go back to school. So, uh, so some specific skills okay. that you've acquired right. in, in, on this unit, what so, are they? So definitely after, after 15 years, my biggest concern was I was uh, involved in real estate prior to incarceration, okay. but in, also there I was in construction. Now I'm looking at getting out closer to the age of 60. So You look good for 60, man. I appreciate you don't that. even look, you look younger that was than little, me. That was a little span to say something like that on that. But, so the biggest thing, what am I going to do? Am I going to have the ability to get on a roof at age 60? Yeah. Probably not. Wow. So, so I needed skills that is going to allow me to be successful when I get out. Because I think if I, if, I ask, if I ask myself what's the number one concern I have, yeah. being able to pay my bills being able to put food on the table, being able to get a car, being able to trans, all those things go, on, go in mind. So education is the key to that. I mean, at this facility uh, versus the, some of the other parts of the state, they have financial literacy. Right. You know, they have uh, investment classes, not to mention just the, the technology that's available to us. So that's I think, so and so in some sense, Idaho's ahead of the curve on that. Yeah, But that makes, makes it such a big difference. So uh, you mentioned you were in real estate. Mm -hmm. um, how has, how has, or how do you think, and you might, you said you might get back into it in some, mm -hmm. some fashion. How will what you've learned in the last 14 years, sure. and, you're, and hopefully you're about to get out, sure. um, how do you think what you've learned in here will help you mm -hmm. when you get out to be a different person than you right. were? Right. Excellent question. I like to phrase it kind of in reverse. Okay. So I wanted to go back and look at the things that, uh, um, that I did that I was successful at even come, before coming right. to prison. So there was a conversation I had with one of the, uh, the wardens. And he made, a, he made a statement that stuck with me. He said, um, the crime is what you did, it's not who you are. Yeah. So I went back to my cell and I started thinking about that. Well, if that's true, then who am I? And so I had to start at what are the things that I, that are my, my skills that were successful? Because even coming to prison, made, I made the mistake, but there's other parts of my life where I, where I believe I was successful. I was a very good employee. So I tried to transition those skills, develop those skills more, and then put those into recovery. Nice. So if I was, if I was the person who showed up to work all the time, well, while in an institution, I might want to start showing up to work all the yeah. time. If I'm really dedicated, when I put my mind to a purpose, I might want to follow through with that. And so bit by bit, I've been able to develop the skills. because the, the, the resources are here. We have to scratch and claw to find them sometimes, but they're here. And I think some of your material that I, that I read just briefly talked about that, where you got to get a hunt and peck and find the, yeah. find the tools to be successful. Yeah. I wanted to want freedom as much as I wanted to do the lifestyle that got me to prison. And I tell the guys, look, if you put even half the effort into learning a skill or trade or right. anything in prison, even half the effort that you did into finding that, that dope, right. finding right. that, you know, that next right. deal, or even, even if you're an entrepreneur and selling yeah. that dope, if you put half the effort into uh, learning something right. than you did back then, man, you, you would make way more money than you ever did yeah. 
doing it the wrong way. Because the wrong way is easy money. You bet. Sometimes it's easy, fast money. Sure. But it's not it's not long-term, good, right. permanent money. If you if you learn a skill and learn a trade, you're gonna make way more than you did, and it's more permanent money. You bet. And it solidifies, you know, uh, your future. You bet. Rather than keeps you uh, imprisoned to your past. And that was one of the things I, I, I asked myself, what if, uh, what would society want? What's their expectation? Yeah. Well, I think they want me to educate myself. They want me to make amends at some level. They want me to give back to the community. And I think I've expanded that to the community as the community I'm around currently. Yeah. You know, my, yeah, the, yeah. my bunkie, you know, the, the people that, uh, that I'm on the breezeway with, that's my community for now. And yeah. I can practice those skills here. They want me to build a support network. And that's what I'm thankful with you and Travis. That's what you're allowing us to do is to build that support. Yeah, network, absolutely. Support network. Absolutely. You know, I, I tell guys, uh, you got to start inside. I know Travis talks about, you know, if you if your reentry only starts uh, 30, 60, 90 days before right. you get out, you're 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 behind the curve. You you're too late. It needs to start day one. I tell guys in in prison, and when I go back in to speak at the prisons, I tell them, no idle time. You bet. No, if you have idle time and you're just watching TV and you're just playing games, nothing wrong with a little recreation every once in a while. But when you find yourself doing more of that mm -hmm. than more of educational stuff, you bet. You're you're basically by default planning your trip back to prison. No question. And uh, because education, you know, forgiven felons, we have we have uh, core values, and mm -hmm. the core values are taken from the word felons. Okay. Because I wanted, I love taking something okay. negative and turn it into a positive. You bet. So I, forgiven felons, our core values are forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You got to ask for forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Extend forgiveness. Uh, and the E is for education. Okay. Learn what you don't know. You bet. Learn what you don't know because if you don't learn something new, you're always going to default to what you already know. You bet. And if what you already know got you in prison, mm -hmm. then that's going to be your cycle. And you're just going to recidivate all the time. And then L is love. Mm -hmm. Most everything we did to get to prison had to do with, or our addiction or whatever had to do with hate. We hated the way we looked. We hated that we were broke. We hated that this. We hated that. And so we did these things. And then O is for overcome, new is for new life, new mind, new perspective, new heart, new people, places, things, and then serve. And but that E mm -hmm. is what is what this place is all about. Education. You bet. And so um, we have a we have a saying at background check, your background shouldn't hold you back, it should pay you back. Mm, I like that. I like and that. Uh, so talk about how when you get out, and even in here it's already starting to pay you back. Right. But talk about how you when you get out, what you've been through can actually benefit you. Even financially, right? You know, when I go speak about my story, about my past, they pay me. Okay. My background is literally paying me back. When I write a book, paying okay. me back. When somebody hears my story and says, "Man, I'm going to change my life now," right? That's paying me back. You bet. So talk about how you're going to use your background mm -hmm. to pay you back no instead question. of hold you back. That's a, that's a great concept. I, I'm Paul. Some that I'm holding out to, to to plagiarize a little bit. Do it. I do do like it. That. It's it's you can right. use it anytime. Free but of it's real true. And again, it starts in here. Um, I've been able to participate in a nonprofit. Uh, while, while in here, I'm on their board. Okay. Uh, Zero Network. Awesome. And so they work with a lot of the uh, the HIV positive community uh, throughout the world. And so I've had opportunities to speak um, at World AIDS Day or those type of things, those type of conferences. And the reason that's important to me as part of giving back is to let people know that they don't have to be disenfranchised. Yeah. You know, that from any standpoint, and where I've evolved with that, where was, where was laser focus at first, through education, I learned yeah. that, man, that's a bigger issue. You know, that, that whatever it is, maybe addiction, people need to know that, that if their core values are able to, to translate yeah. the good in us. I think I read in some of your information as well is that, to start it on paraphrase a little bit, but we have to start with what's inside, right. and that we are worthy. Travis yep. touched on that all, all, all the all the time. That we are worthy. We are have we do have value, 
And so with what translates out of there, again, I think you guys do a great job of reaching back. That's what it takes. Every single person that's been having successful doesn't mean that we have to necessarily have a podcast. Right. But we can do some, some things Absolutely. to, 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 um, to let the public know that we're all, we are coming back. And so we just need a handout. Absolutely. You know, not so a handout, good. just a no, handout. It's true. So good. So what are your, what are your plans when you get out? So uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. Again, it's, it'll be 15 years. Yeah. And so number one is take things slow. Yeah. Uh, I, wanna, I have three grandkids now. Okay. So I've seen them uh, all three. The oldest one is six. Youngest one is one years old. Wow. I just want to get to know them. Yeah. Uh, Hug them, high five yeah, them. I'm a, I'm a big foodie them, as yeah. well. So I've been watching the, the whole time been here. I've been watching a lot of uh, cooking shows. Yeah. So I just want to probably eat a What's the bit. food like? And I haven't asked anybody um, that yet. What's the food like in here? It's, um, it's food. Okay, you know, all right. You know, it's interesting that... It's uh, calories, and I, and I, right? And I, and calories? I, and I say that kind of in jest, but, but, but I, I believe in translating the making my prison environment mirror what I do on the streets. Yeah. So we may, may bicker over the... Um, uh, or I can maybe bicker over the quality or how it's prepared, but was I, prior to coming to prison, was I living a healthy lifestyle? Exactly. Was I eating three meals a day? Was I eating, putting vegetables into my food? Or was I eating enough junk food, energy drinks, those type of things? Which for me, affects the way that I will act, which yeah. can, can in the while, and for me, led me to prison as well, yeah, that, yeah, that whole concept. Yeah. So yeah, we always like to joke about the prison food and the quality. It might be prepared a little bit better, but I wasn't, I wasn't living a strict diet when I was out either. So it's an opportunity for me to get better. To and that's the thing, prison. man. You can go in any prison. I, I was on five different units in prison, and, and guys would just gripe about, like, right. like you said, right. they weren't worried about that stuff out in the world. Right. But in here, now, it's like, and when you get out, most of them don't, they don't go eat a healthy life, right. you know? And, and I told one guy, I said, well, I said, you're, you're, you're griping about the food that we're getting, how it's not healthy, but you come back from store with more pints of ice cream than mm -hmm. tuna, you <laughs> know? Like and uh, and so is good, it is good, right. and there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Absolutely right. nothing wrong with it. I love Bluebell. Right. If they want to sponsor the show, uh, you can too. You um, but yeah, you know, it, it's all, everything's about moderation, right. you know? Right. Lack of moderation is probably why most of us are here. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so, um, but but uh, along with the grandkids. So once I get that initial part out, and I'm going to leave my uh, my options open. I think my one of my strengths is organization. Yeah. And I understand through uh, through um, there's many opportunities that you can do, you know, podcasts, those type of things. I like the one of the you asked earlier. What are some of the skills I develop that will help me when I get out? Yeah. So learning a little bit about working in the media center, those are maybe that's a skill that I can progress and, and be employable when I get out as well. Yeah. Um, that's some capacity uh, I want to give back. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm open to what that may or may not look like. Yeah. Um, it may simply just be in part of a, um, sending letters of support. You know, it could be anything. Um, but I definitely want that to be involved. So involved. you seem like a really... Nice guy, intelligent guy. You got, got your, you do seem like you're, you're organized, um, you know. But, but you're still in prison. Mm -hmm. You bet. And you did something to get here. You bet. So talk about the bad choices you made in life that that led you here. That, that that's great as well. I, and I always to share with guys that that it took a lot of effort for me to get here. It's not. It's not. People think it's easy to come to prison. That's not my experience. I mean, I had to be willing to push my family away. I had to, my son, I'd have grandkids at the time. My son was 14 years old. I had to really push him away. All the support that was around me, I had to be willing to ignore all wow. that. So I had to put, make like a lot of effort yeah, to get here. Yeah. So I had to narrow my vision, you know, <clears throat> and not be willing to ask for the help. Um, and so that's one of the, if, if I say regrets that I have, because when I'm not looking back, well, every step of my life, there's been the people there that were willing to help. I just wasn't willing to listen at the time. Yeah. So when you say, what is rehabilitation for caring? 
boy, being able to slow down to listen to some of the things that people like yourself or maybe a counselor, a correctional officer, whoever is in my life, listen to what they're having to say, to what, having my, my preconceived ideas. I'm a big fan in say, of, of thinking that, you know, that my perception a lot of time is limited. I'm only gonna, my, I'm gonna, my world's gonna be the way I see it. Yeah. So I better get 20-20 vision on something else. I gotta learn to rely on other people. If I did simply that, if I just rely on the people that were in my life at the time, then I don't come to prison. Yeah. You know. What was your childhood like? Did you um, have a good I was really fortunate. My father was in the military. Yeah. And so I grew up, uh, um, I had an opportunity to grow up overseas. And we came back when I was 10 years old. Uh, they chose to move to, to Boise, and so I went to high school here in Idaho. I uh, was very fortunate uh, uh, to get a, a scholarship to play basketball. Um, so in that sense, it was the, the college experience was, if you say, what was the best time of your life? College is fine. Yeah. You know, college is. Uh, Where was that? I heard Boise in, uh, in Idaho. Okay. All right. right. So. Um, Boise State. Right. Okay. Right. With the blue football field. That's right. I love That's that. Right. I love that football right. field. It's a it's a it's a great school, and I've seen it grow to the to the point where it's at now a little bit more um, uh, notoriety. Yeah. And so um, uh, shortly out of out of uh, um, college, I started went to started working, and then uh, met my wife. You know, and then we had. We had, a, had a, our son probably two or three years later after that. Yeah. So for me, it, was a, it wasn't a lifestyle that, um, again, my parents were great people. But again, it took me willing not to, to having the willingness to push them away. Yeah, I mean, it sounds yeah. like you had every opportunity, every to, opportunity. To, to live a great right. life and make right. right decisions. So it sounds like you did right. have to work hard to, and I, and to get wanna, here. And I don't want to, to downplay other people's experience. But in some of the programs that were here, and there's there's some men that I've been around that have had had some tough yeah. experiences. Oh yeah, and so I'm in the corner like, man, that's not me. Um, that's not that's not my experience. So and that, and that wasn't mine either. Right. Yeah. And so I, I know what you're I know right. what you're saying because right. I had I had every opportunity. Man, we grew up in church. My mom and dad always provided for us, and not, not a broken home, no right. drugs, no alcohol in their in their past. And so. I'm right there with you, and, and so, so I had to look at the part when my dad, before he passed away, when uh, one of his last visits, I had to look at him and apologize to him. Yeah. You know, because this is not yeah. this is not the way he raised me. Yeah, you know, and because uh, sometimes they'll even look. Even good parents will look and say, "Where did we go wrong?" You bet they did, you and bet. you have to. And I did. I've you spent bet. my spent a year apologizing to my mom and dad. You, you know, bet. and even on my dad's deathbed, he died a year mm -hmm. after I got out of prison. I'm just thankful I got to see him for you that bet. year. And I said, Dad, you know, I'm sorry. This, none of none of what happened to me was your fault. Right. And I want you to know that before you die. You bet. It was all my my bad decisions. You were a great dad. You were always there, and I appreciate you. And my dad wasn't a, a man of a lot of uh, words, <clears throat> and he he had had a um, couple strokes, and I remember his last visit, and it was like you're saying, it was just across the table, and we're sitting there, and it was just that eye contact. You know what I mean? Yep. That. Um, I knew what it was like for him. I knew that, uh, not a sense of disappointment, I knew that he wanted more for me, but I also knew that he, that he accepted me. Yeah. And we were able to make peace at that. And, then, That's good. and so um, um, I didn't get the opportunity to, uh, to say goodbye to my mom, but with my dad we had a chance to uh, spend some time together and it was uh, you know, uh, something I'll always remember. That's good. Yeah, you bet. Real quick, before we go, mm -hmm. um, speak to the inmates and all across the nation that are listening you bet. You bet. Uh, and give them hope and give them encouragement right because uh, you're about to get out you're gonna get out yeah, soon God willing and God uh, willing. and and some of them are too right and some of them need to know they're gonna be able to make it out there you bet yeah thanks for the opportunity yeah. again thanks for the opportunity to spend some time with you as well but to me the, the that uh, 10 15 years in I recognize and you touched on it earlier about when does when does uh, the journey out reentry start 
And I learned to believe that at start on day one. If I'm running a marathon, you know, um, I'm not necessarily a runner, but I guarantee no one's asking me to run that, that, uh, those 12 miles, 10 miles right out the gate. So why am I asking myself to, to uh, I'm gonna start my re-entry on my the year before I get out. So that's the thing that can be done. Um, it takes time to start the plane from day one to determine what it is I want, no matter what it is. And then as hard as I was willing to, to work to get into prison, Boy, I'll tell you what, the doors are open for me to get out of prison. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. But I think I've done laid the ground the fountain yeah. the, the, the groundwork to where that can be a possibility. Yeah. You're gonna but be I'll ready you, when it happens. Yeah, I tell you what, fifteen years ago I wouldn't have I didn't think it was possible. Yeah. You know, on day one, you know, when you when you first oh, yeah. get out and you're in and uh, we call it RDU here that first when you're first in intake and the, all the noise and all the stuff that's going on, it is tough. You know, it is, it is. Uh, scared the crap out of me. All, my first, oh, gosh. Jail, time. jail. I wasn't scared of jail. I don't know. I've been in jail. Okay. My first day in intake in prison, right. oh, scared the crap out of me. You know, like your, the strip search, all the stuff that goes into it and the noise, that's the number one thing. But to realize that my journey back to, back to freedom yeah. starts that day. Yeah. You know. That's good. Yeah. So, so, uh, so don't hang out in the day room and watch TV. Just start, start, start preparing yeah. for the outside yeah. world. You know, today, get, and I'm, well, I'm, well, I'm one side, and I believe get to education, but yeah. there's other options. There's yeah. gym and those type of things. Yeah. But I agree with you. Just put manage your day. I think uh, Travis shared a book with us, um, uh, the five uh, five a.m. club. Yeah, and it talks about get the the value of starting your day early. Yeah, and having so structure your day. And the thing that stuck with me in that book that I say all the time is not about managing the time of my sentence. It's not time management. It's focus management. Yep. What I are agree. the things I'm going to focus on? Because if you stay focused, goal. you're going to be exactly. able to manage your time. Well. Times are relevant. Carrie, thank you so much. No, thank you, sir. And I uh, appreciate all yeah. you do, and God, God bless you. You as well. And when you parole, if you ever do come to Texas, I will. I you will. better look us up. I will for sure. All right, man. Yeah, thanks. thanks for your time. It was really good getting to know uh, Carrie Thomas, you know, and to hear a lot of people don't realize they're, they're very intellectual and smart people in prison. And Carrie's one of those guys, you know, and, and the fact that he said he had to work really hard to get there and things he had to do, like push his family away to get there, you know, that blew my, my mind when he answered that way. And, but you know what though, he has figured it out. He figured it out in prison. He's doing great. He's got a plan when he gets out to rec to to get back together with his family. He's got a plan for jobs. He's got he's got a plan. So if you're in prison, listen to Carrie. Listen, rewind it and let's do it again. Because <laughs> because he's very smart. He's got it. He's got it together now. Yes, he made mistakes at one time. We all did. But we are, we're always one decision away from making good choices instead of bad choices. So, great, great interview. Uh, I had some, I had, had a great time in Idaho, and over the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll we'll play some more, and we'll hear more a little bit about the uh, audio video production here in a few weeks of of uh, the the class and the students that are in there, and then I may play some more Arizona uh, stories episodes, but we'll probably take a break you know, to, um, to do one for my anniversary, April 18th coming up of, uh, not, my, not only my wedding anniversary, but also my anniversary of being released from prison. Um, but then we'll get back to the Arizona and the Idaho interviews. And then we got mother's day coming up, father's day coming up. Listen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. Send this to somebody that you think could benefit from, um, from this interview. All right, because everybody needs inspiration, whether you're 
whether you've been out of prison almost 16 years like myself and just need a jump start, a kick start, or you are just getting or in prison and just getting out, about to get out, whatever, I know Kerry's story will will uh, will encourage you. He's almost 60. We've had some guys come to Forgiven Felons uh, 70 plus. So um, anyway, y'all, let's let's lift uh, let's lift Carrie up in prayer. Father in Jesus' name, thank you for Carrie. Thank you for uh, who you are in Him, who He is in you. Thank you for what you've done in His mind, but also in His heart during this prison time. Thank you for His family, His wife not giving up on Him. Thank you for the plans that you've given Him, plans to prosper Him, to give Him a hope and a future. Thank you, Lord, for Carrie Thomas. Thank you for Idaho State Prisons. It's an amazing place. Thank you, Lord, for uh, all the listeners right now, our whole listener base, in prison, out of prison. Thank you for every single one of them. Meet them at their needs. Heal their body right now and give them hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, we'll see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.